This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. And we're live. Oh my God, we're right back in the thick of victory week here. Like we never left it. We had a little we're in the thick of it. <laughs> we're in the thick of it. <laughs> we're back. It's crazy. We had a little skid against the Seahawks, and and then it was just business as usual against the Houston Texans. I mean, they're they're just a joke of a team. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I would call that the Danny Dimes show. Can we label it that? Yeah, I mean, it was just a clinic all around. Like it was just like a well coached clinic. Uh, Kenny Galladay still looked like a rag. We'll get into that, obviously. Um, other than Kenny looking like an absolute rag, uh, it was pretty much just pure up and down. Pretty, I was comfortable the entire game thinking yeah, that we like, were going to win. Yeah, like people were like, yo, we only won by a score. We could have, I think we really, if we, if, there was no sense of, there was no urgency needed, I don't think, to be honest. We really wanted to. I think we could have we could have blew it up on them. And once again, me and Joe were violently close to the correct scores. So close. I guess 26-16. It ended up being 24-16. I said 27-14. Oh my God. We were literally we're, we're we're literally all over what I mean the Giants are basically gonna do on a week-to-week basis. Yeah, I would say we know this um, team pretty well. Yeah. And we're seven and two. We're handling business, as we said. And we said we wanted both of these games and we wanted to be eight and two going into the Cowboys game. And, and, you know, one's out of the way. I mean, we spanked up the Texans. It was, it was pretty simple. Uh, Saquon Barkley had 152 rushing yards and a touchdown. And he just retook the crown and is leading the league in rushing yards. So shout out to Saquon still absolutely dogging everyone in sight. It's really not even close. It's actually not even close. No one can stop him. He's a full-blown savage. Uh, and Dable's feeding him the rock. He had 35 rushing attempts. So Dable is saying... Shout out to the O-line. Yeah, shout out to the O-line. That's kill- Obviously, Andrew Thomas is the leader and an absolute beast. I think you could run behind Andrew Thomas. Yeah, oh, dude, I probably could. He can definitely get me a couple of yards. Like He's just on a different <laughs> level. Like on another level. He's playing football on another level. And if he doesn't make it to the Pro Bowl, it'd be quite a shame. Like he should be a Pro Bowl lock. And we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we threw tweets out about that kind of stuff. Yeah, like we'll talk about who should be in the Pro Bowl later. But Andrew Thomas is a monster. Shout out Darius Slayton, too. We'll talk about the offense first. And Darius Slayton. The offense first. I love that. Yeah, like we'll go offense. We already gave our flowers to Saquon. But I mean, Darius Slayton, three catches for 95 yards and a tud. And he looked good. And he looked good. Like when he's being called upon, he's responding. I think he kind of thinks of himself at this point as the guy. Yeah. Like he's the best receiver we nobody, got. There's nobody challenging him right now. So there's no one challenging him. I mean, Wandale had kind of a quiet game. Kenny Galladay, if we want to talk about Kenny being literally the worst receiver ever for some reason, can't catch. He has the yips. Uh, we'll get into that. Let's stay. Let's stay positive about the offense. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones finished that game with a hundred and fifty-three point three passer rating, the highest in the NFL this year. Yeah. Um, the haters have been silenced. Yeah. I don't hear anything about Dan- about DJ. Guy works his ass off. Um, 
I was listening to this podcast, uh, Barstool podcast. I don't know if you saw it. You sent the link about an article, I think, on it about how Joe Judge was like, listen, like I like I like nobody talks shit about Daniel Jones. Like yeah. that guy comes in and he works his tail off. And yeah. um, and it was unfortunate when Joe Judge was there. Um, you know, he he came in at a really really unfortunate time for the G-men. But um, he clearly saw something in Daniel Jones that I think Dave Bull saw and he's executing right now. And we love it. Yeah, it's just insane. Yeah, shout out to Daniel Jones. Another dude who's just when he's being called upon, he's responding. He We ran the ball a lot more than we passed the ball. But whenever Daniel Jones needed to pass the ball, it was just lights out. I mean, he was 13 for 17, two touchdowns, no interceptions, no turn. He's just been... The turnovers are no longer even he's become the opposite. He's become a man who obviously still like obviously has some limitations. We're not passing the ball that much, but he will not turn the ball over. He is a full blown game manager and he's just running the offense like a clinic right now in his first year learning it. Like it's just insane. You got to give credit where credit's due. And Daniel Jones deserves a lot of credit, man. I mean, he's just been a beast. Like he's, he's yeah, the heart I mean, and soul of the team. He's, he's just the heart. He's a leader, man. He's, he's, he's really the leader. stepped into this leader role and he's, he's doing a great job with it. And he's a bit of a silent leader, but um, I think it's kind of what this team needed. He doesn't have the biggest voice, but he's just leading by example. And people are, especially the offense, uh, these linemen want to block for him. And uh, it seems like everybody, all of our skill position players want to play with him and for him besides Kenny Galladay. Yeah. hundred percent. And who knows why, but um, we're not worried about that anymore. That was uh, a yeah. last week we were talking about, we really wanted to see something out of him. I, I've seen enough. Yeah. I've seen enough. I've seen I don't enough. Care what happens with him going forward, to be honest. Yep. That, that's yeah, I wish he was cut to be quite honest. Was, wouldn't He's matter to me at this point. At this point, this team's so great. I, I don't even care. Give us the little bit of cap space we could get. If we get rid of Kenny Galladay, I saw, and then David Sills, we have enough money to give Odell a little, a little quiche, which Yo, I don't get. That's something we have to talk about too, man. Like it's getting it's heating up. It's at the point he's he's he got cleared. It's heating up. Listen, he's cleared. It's heating up. He said he wanted to sign by the end of this month. And I'll tell you what, uh, all of his wish list teams, the Packers. We know the Packers situation. They're not great. They're still under five hundred. The Cowboys just lost. The Bills just lost two in a row. Yeah. The Giants the just, just signed Antonio Callaway. So. Yeah, and they I, I don't I think they know that Odell might be a long shot for them. And yeah. the bottom like the bottom line is we're still trending up. Like we no one thought this was possible. Everyone loves Odell. Everyone wants him to come home. He's homies with Saquon. We need a receiver so bad. Yeah, we do. It's just there's nothing like if the electricity in the arena. If we signed Odell Beckham Jr. and he suits up and he trots out there for a game, that first game, like, I don't know. I think I think MetLife would literally explode his yeah, first no. home games. Like, that, everyone he, loves him and everyone wants him back in New York. Yeah, besides even – it's just all around going to put asses in the seats. It would make everything better for the offense because, I mean, at this point, uh, I'm sure that defenses aren't, you know – they're like, eh, all right, this guy Darius Slayton's their main guy, but they're not keying in on him now. I think it's at the point where – you know, defenses are game planning. Kenny Galladay sleeping. They know that there's nothing else there. They're going to be – we might be seeing doubles on Darius Slate. Like, yeah. who knows what could happen, dude? And I think that will make it tough for DJ because he's still developing in that role and that passing um, physique 
So I think that it, I think just another weapon to throw DJ's way would be huge, man. And it sucks seeing speaking of somebody else, sucks seeing Kadarius Tony Doty did last week for the Chiefs because why he could have been doing that for us. It would have been great. Yeah. Uh, the way the Chiefs used him would have been so good in our it would have been better in our offense. We have Saquon like those play action like. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't like I don't like KT. I'm done with that guy. Yeah, I'm done with KT as well. We wished him uh, some good luck before when we thought that, you know, he was actually injured and wasn't at home. But, you know, I, I'm sensing a bit of cockiness from him. So, yeah, he just finessed his way to the Chiefs because he's a loser. Like and we it's not even like we were losing, too. It's like, yo, you're just a dirtbag kind of yeah. like I think you're a dirtbag. Like, I, I don't understand why he what was what was the I don't understand like if it's something that had to do with the coaching staff, I don't think it was like, I think it had something to do with him. There was just some kind of disconnect. We've said it forever, but screw KT. We don't need to talk about that guy anyway. All right. So check off the offense. As you guys know, check off the offense. We really want Odell to come to New York. Everybody's crushing it. Also, Isaiah Hodgins kind of crushed it. He's the dude we picked up from the bills practice squad. He stepped in and got a little bit more burned too. when Kenny was just playing terrible and he had two catches for 41 yards. He had a big play. I like him. How many times do I got to say it? Next man up mentality. Yeah. Next man up mentality. And we've been literally to a T executing that. Yeah. Um, let's flip sides of the ball. Next yep. man up mentality. Dane Belton. Yo, Dane. About stepping up, man. And that's hard to step up in that position that he just stepped up in. Yeah. I mean, Xavier McKinney might not be, you know, some like pro- Xavier McKinney's our guy. Yeah. Like, he, he's one of our guys. Like that was a huge hit for us. I think a lot of people were nervous and Dane Belton, Stepped up, man. And if you didn't, if you don't know the Giants, you wouldn't have even thought that that was his, you know, first start in that position. He he played incredible. Yeah. Um, obviously against a little bit of a depleted Texans team, but if nothing else, that's a huge confidence booster for him uh, going forward this season. He'll be seeing some more snaps with Xavier or not, there or not. Um, you know, I think that this, that's what's good about the Giants, man. It's like, it's like when back in the day when people came to, America for freedom. That, <laughs> where we, we got it's it's all open. If you come in, earn yeah. you could earn some snaps, man. And I think that that's been proven. Like some of these offensive guys, like like David, like David Sills hasn't been doing much, but he's been doing his job, and he's his snaps are increasing. Uh, Richie James is trending downwards, but we have the guys like Hodgins. Like next week, I'm sure we'll see him involved in the offense more. Like Dable's just like, all right, listen, if you're gonna come and produce for us, we're gonna. We're gonna run with it. Like we're straight yeah. up gonna run with it. We're, if whatever's working is gonna work, and we're gonna, what? Why change course? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's 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 insane. Yeah, Dane Belton was such a G. Stepped up and had such a good game. Such uh, a good game. And he's just a young kid. And and speaking of the defense too, Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence might just be the best freaking interior defenders. I don't know if that was last week that I. Dude, these they're just two savages, dude. They're just a problem, both of them. Yeah, they're just men on the. I mean, Dexter Lawrence is insane right now. Dexter Lawrence is insane. And if Dexter Lawrence is Dexter Lawrence is leading this shit, and if he doesn't get in the Pro Bowl as well, no, I think that's a lock right now, man. I think it's a lock. That was a tweet that we had, Giant Up fam. Joe shot a tweet out there. Uh, He said, "How many Pro Bowlers do you think the Giants will have this year?" A little poll. Yeah, Um, I voted myself yeah. and it seemed like my vote was where the, G- the g-men fans were at but some of these are high let's see we had 35 votes we got 11 percent at two two pro bowlers uh 42 percent at three pro bowlers and then uh even split at 22 percent a piece at four and five we got some giant up fam out there that thinks we're gonna have five pro bowlers 
So I, can't, Joe, I love if that. We had, if we had five Pro Bowlers, who would you? Where, where who, are you going with that? Who I think is going to make the Pro Bowl for the Giants? Who I think people, I think some of these people are thinking DJ's numbers are Pro Bowl worthy. Yeah, I mean, wrong about. <laughs> yeah, uh, like DJ, you never know about the Pro Bowl. Like Mac Jones made the Pro Bowl. Bowl. Like it's what I'm saying. Like you could like it, depending on who drops out. Depending on that, you never know who could make the Pro Bowl. But yeah. I mean, it's not like the NBA, you know? Like yeah, it's like way MLB, different. MLB, you'll see a dude in the All Star game, and you're like, all right, this guy's betting two twenty. Like. Right? <laughs> Like, what is this guy yeah. also for? Like, yeah, but yeah no, the Pro Bowl is kind of similar to that. Like, there's so many guys in football, and like, as the years have gone on, I don't know the last Pro Bowl I've watched. It might have been since I was in high school or something. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't Pro remember. A shit show. And yeah. I think guys are just like, yeah, like some of them look at it as a free vacation. A lot of the younger guys are in the Pro Bowl, and then you have like those old, old veterans who like their agent and managers are like, listen, you got to just do it. So, yeah, like literally really wants to do it. Like those middle, like. Like, uh, you know, I feel like the like even like the Saquons of the world right now, like if Saquon got elected to a Pro Bowl this year, like I feel like you would maybe see a report like like uh, Barkley, like sore ankle. But like, you know, what yeah, I mean? you never know. Like he's got, it's not even worth it for them to. And they're they're barely even hitting each other out there in these Pro Bowls now. But you don't want to go out there, run, tweak something, messing around. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not worth the injury. But um, five. Yeah. Definitely yeah, you, always you been just the word. You said definitely Dexter, definitely Saquon. I think I think Dexter Lawrence, Saquon, and Andrew Thomas need to be locks. Like those if, if, locks. if those three don't make it automatically, then I, I need to start coming for people. But I I think the Giants could have this could be the year where they do have just these dudes where they could have four to five. I I also think I see where our I see where our fan base was going with that too because like a Dory is a Dory he could slip in there yeah like a Dory's a Dory he could slip in there like Leonard he Williams has been a little bit banged there, up yeah. at times but he could slip in there yeah he could slip in there um yes, like Danny could slip in there. Like, and who knows? And, and you never know, because a guy like Graham Gano could just slip in there and make it. Yeah, terrible. Graham could like, slay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Graham slays, dude. Like, the guy slaps. Like, the, obviously, the special teams for the Pro Bowl is weird, but Graham could easily make it. He's a G. Like, he's been one of the best kickers in the league this year. No, you see, I saw, I was reading a tweet. I guess it was really, I guess it was like windy or something. I don't even know what was going on. But uh, they didn't let him attempt that 51-yard field goal, and he was, like, pissed oh, yeah. about it. Yeah, so, I would have been pissed well, if I was. I'd be like, dude, yeah. I've been banging I mean, everything in sight. Yeah. Like, Dude, yeah, put me out there. Like, yeah, let me rip this. Did you not? Do you guys not remember when I nailed that 65 yarder against you when I was with the Panthers? Yeah, do you remember yeah. that? Oh my god, I was like, Yeah, oh. bro, that was the worst day. That was one of the worst days of my life. I remember that was when the Giants were losing in the last minute of a game every week. Oh, dude, they were just like teams were blasting 60 plus yard field goals on the reg to be. Yeah, it was insane. Holy shit, dude. I can't take another second of this. Like, is this real? Is this really happening for us? Absolutely insane. But that's what that's what I think. Are, are you kind of on the same page with that? With those programs? I'm on the page. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of on this. I think that's why we got, you know, a majority of the votes towards three because I think everybody in their head is thinking Saquon Barkley is, in my mind, MVP leader right now. People are saying he should potentially get MVP votes. It's become the quarterback competition, and only quarterbacks win that. But if there were ever to be anyone who does, it's Saquon Barkley. The Giants are seven and two because of him as well right now. You got to look at everything when you're. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in the later weeks when it gets when it heats up towards those uh, MVP conversations and accolades, whatever. But yeah, no, in my mind, he's my MVP right now. It might be biased, but you know, kick rocks if you don't agree with me. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, him, Dexter is, is I think, a lock. I mean, it's just like the, the guys on our team that are about to be pro bowlers are – it's – I wouldn't – and I, I love this team, don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't say we're as well-rounded as some of, these, some of these other teams with some of these superstars in them. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, Dexter does have Lenny next to him, so, you know. It, it, but when Lenny was out, Dexter was killing still. He was yeah. eating, getting his. He eating. Saquon's getting his running behind – some backup O lineman, and then obviously he has Andrew Thomas. But if you watch Saquon run, man, he runs with like so much aggression. Like he and every team's loading the box. Like every team is staring happens, at Saquon. Man. Like he Hell is yeah. the only person teams are game planning for. Like right now, they're like we're gonna let we're gonna try to let anyone else do anything. Like he opens up the entire offense. He is yeah. so important to the team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then it's like, so yeah, so those three guys in my mind, it's like. They're doing something different. I think they're on a different kind of caliber, more like on a higher caliber than like a you know a Pro Bowl conversation. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that you would just have to lock those three guys in, and then if you look at our team and look at what some of these other guys are doing to step up, it's it's awesome and it's special. And Pro Bowl or not Pro Bowl, I don't care because we're getting wins. Yeah, and if it, like flat out too, if like if like Brian Dable also just should be the coach of the year, like the fact that he took this team that was expected to maybe be one of the worst in the NFL this year, people maybe thought. Um, I remember predicting they're, they're almost about to, I think they were projected before the season. It was either six and a half or seven and a half wins seven and, a half. and they have seven already. How does Vegas know? get that in 10 weeks? Like in 10 games, they could beat that or, or whatever. 11 games. They could, they could easily oh, 10 games, 10 games. Yeah. 10 games. They could be eight and two. two. And then yeah. they already get their over. Like this team was ex- expected to do nothing this year and just no. have nothing going for them. And, they will just turn them into a full-blown consistent winner. It's yeah. absolutely insane. He needs he needs his flowers. He needs to be the coach of the year potentially if he keeps it up with a good record. It's going to get wild when we start playing way more division games towards the end of the year. Yeah. It's the Cowboys, the Commanders and the in the Eagles start to heat up. Yeah, let's talk about uh that for a second. Yeah. I mean, um I, the Commanders are a good defensive team, man, and I think that we just saw that everybody saw that Yeah, uh, with that sh- absolute shocker that they threw out there. Yeah. Um, they took down the undefeated Eagles, a team that a lot of people were saying is the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um, and it's just week after week, me and Joe were saying how it is wide open the NFL right now. I mean, I, I'm not giving a, a crown to anybody. Look what happened to the bills last week against okay. a really good Vikings team. Don't get me wrong, but anybody could go down. We beat the Packers. Packers just beat the Cowboys. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a free-for-all out there in a good way, and I think that that kind of benefits us because there's no way to read a team right now. Um, but I think Dable, us having Dable is, like, the key. It's like yeah. we have a – we're on another level because we have this mastermind right now. We have incredible like, coaches. Any week, we could win any week. Yeah. Uh, which is an awesome feeling. But, like, yeah, no, this NFC East division is tight as hell, man. I mean – it's it's nuts and it's going to be a battle, but it's going to be fun to watch. Like all these games yeah. are going to be good. It's not like the NFC of the prior years where you're like, oh my God, I can't even watch these divisional matchup games, yeah. let alone the other games. Like these divisional matchup games are brutal. Like, uh, so it's really interesting. I'm really excited to see the Eagles. I'm really excited to see the Cowboys again. Yeah. And I'm excited to see the commanders. It's like, it's like the first half of the season. We're already nine games in and I'm more, I'm even getting more excited week by week to see the, the rest of the show go on. Yeah, dude, uh, it's insane. Like, it's insane that how 
intense the end of the season is going to be and, and how insane the division is. I mean, we took a big step up, though. Like, finally, we, we won, yeah. and the Cowboys and the Eagles lost. Yeah, little so That separation. gave us – literally, that gave us sole possession of the number one wild card spot, too, in the in the – in NFC. the NFC, which is just a crazy thing to even think about. That's why we got to win. We got to beat the Lions this week. We got to just handle business before we even start thinking about all this other crap. We got to handle business. Like the Lions have kind of been fighting. They, they've they've won their last two. They beat the Bears, who aren't great, but Justin Fields is kind of going berserk. Um, and oh. then they beat the Packers. So it's like they're, they're they've won their last two. I mean. I was listening to, dude, I was listening to my dad picking up from the airport the other day and we we're on our way home. And I think it was like, is it Boomer and Carson or Boomer and Geo or something? You know, the radio show? Yeah, I believe it's Boomer and Geo now. Yeah, it used to be Boomer and Carson, right? It used to be Boomer and Carson. Yeah, it used to be. Dude, and I'm listening. They had, some now dude phone in. they had some dude phone in. And the question was, who would you rather have right now, Daniel Jones or Justin Fields? And like, these guys were like, oh, uh, Justin Fields, and it's not even close. And I was like, dude, how – two weeks. And don't get me wrong, he's been playing great, but really? Really? So you, what, you want somebody You want somebody that's going to run – you want somebody that's going to win you games, or do you want somebody that's going to run around? And they were trying to say that the, the Bears' weapons are just as bad as the Giants' weapons, and I just can't agree there at all. Yeah, it's like we have Saquon, so that makes things a little bit unfair. But dude, they were saying – we yes. are we're in just as much receiver. I mean, not even. They just traded for Chase Claypool, and they have Darnell Mooney, who I think that's are what both I'm saying. Players. Darnell Mooney's great, dude. Cole Komet's yeah. great. Yeah, Cole Komet's been a really good weapon. Like we lost our starting tight end. We lost Bellinger. We, we got Tanner Hudson running around now, and Chris Myrick, and dudes like dudes like that that dude Cager who caught the touchdown yeah. last yeah, week. Like that was the other that was the thing that that's the argument they got into, and then they were bringing up stats and stuff. Guess who is leading our team in receptions? Who? Saquon with 26. Guess what receiver is leading our team behind Saquon uh, and guess how many receptions he has. Is it still Richie? It's Richie. Yo. With 20 receptions. And they were like, they were saying like, yeah, but like is Richie James not on the same level as Darnell Mooney? And I was like, is this really a conversation? A real conversation, dude? dude? I think they were saying Darnell Mooney had like 28 receptions or something. And then they were like, yeah, but like. That's whatever. And then we were also like, you guys also have a tight end. Dude, Cole Komet, low-key, he has five TDs this year. Five. And he has 20 receptions. Like, it's not yeah. even a conversation. DJ's working with way less, and he's producing more. He's working with way less. in the receive On the receiving end, he's working with way less. Literally borderline practice squad players, other than Saquon, are on the field. Yeah. Darius Slayton was borderline cut. Richie James was a surprise. He even made the roster. And those were the dudes that were kind of playing. Richie yeah. James is just gone. I guess he's just not really doing shit anymore ever since those fumbles. He and yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. And we got gutted like Kenny Galladay's a burger. KT wanted to leave shepherd Achilles. Like we got gutted with injuries at the receiving. And, and that's why we need Odell. But you think Galladay's doing this on purpose, man. I don't know what is happening. Like I Dude, don't. Know I watched. I watched that route and that pass. When he oh. dropped that second pass, I, I've never felt anger like that. I was like, "Yo, how is this possible?" I don't. I didn't understand it at all. It just. I watched it a million times, and then just like putting it in slow mo and seeing his body language, it's almost like he didn't want to catch that ball at all. 
Like he could have caught it and ran for a minute too. Like then like a 20 yard reception. Maybe he was over the, he was over that first down mark. Like, I think that marked the end. It was a really sad moment. It marked like the end where I was like, all right, I don't ever want to watch him play anymore. (laughs) Excuse me. Everybody felt it though. I feel like. Yeah. Oh man. Everybody felt that. Everybody had a mutual feeling, but it wasn't like it was so, it was so much more anger instead of disappointment. Yeah. It wasn't like a, you know, he's old coming out of his prime, dropped a, a pass slant coming across the middle for a first down. It was like, yo, this guy is robbing us. Yeah, no, he'd be like, I want them to pull, put a warrant out for his arrest because he, he's pretty much embezzling money from our organization. Yeah, I think he is at this point. I get, dude, me, me and you were doing this podcast for free. We could, I could run across the middle of the lane for and get 100%. three or four targets, drop a pass on purpose, come out clean, run. To, he sprinted right to the sideline, bro. Yeah, he really dropped that and was like, "Yeah." <laughs> he was he was he was on the sideline within seconds. His yeah. the more impressive thing would have been his it might have been his time from the drop pass to how quick he was on the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just disappeared after that. It was over for everybody. He probably had a date or something. He was like, he was like, "Word, like I'm not gonna get banged up today. I got a date tonight. I'm dropping." Yeah, yeah. Middle of kid banged up. <laughs> I can't believe he still went to that party too after watching. Yeah, how he performed. Now I'm like, yo, like, how is he perceived in the locker room? Like, yeah, like, why are dudes like? I know he's a human being, but like, that, like, you can't not criticize him for being paid that much money and literally not even playing one good game. Basically, never catching a touchdown. That's no. the most insane thing in the world. Like Joachim Noah was worth more of the Knicks money than Kenny Galladay has been for the Giants. That's insane to say. <laughs> Remember when we were freaking out? Yeah. Joachim Noah robbed us. Yeah, like, dude. No, we got now I really know what robbery is. Yeah. Kenny just really, I don't even know, man. He turned up on us, man. Kenny just got his and was like, all right, bet. Just, just, yeah, deucey. I'm checking out, boys. Like I'll still chill with y'all, but I'm checking out. <laughs> Guys, cool if I chill with y'all. I don't really want to suit up anymore, but yeah, <laughs> damn, it's crazy. But but it's good things, man. But other than Kenny just being weird and shot, we're still seven and two. We handled business, and now we just got to take down the Lions. What a time to be alive! Let's take down this beaten up Lions team. Sick and tired of seeing Dan Campbell and Jamal Williams crying all over my TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sick of that, yeah, dude. Sick of watching. Might be a good guy. I love you guys. You guys suck. Sorry. Line up pod. If you hear this, (laughs) what the hell, dude? Yeah. Shout out to the line. Yeah. 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 They're a a reality TV show. Basically, they just bought so into hard knocks. Started crying all over the place. Was like Jesus. Like it's almost like you make it. Almost really does though. The hard knocks is so funny. Cause you almost think it's like, is this all just a setup? Cause now they're doing the mid season one with the Cardinals. And like yeah. every week you see like, yeah, like Kyler Murray and, and Kingsbury going at it. I'm like, are they doing this for hard knocks? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wonder what? like he hop stopping on a route. Like, yo, I'm wide open, bro. Like pass me the ball. I'm like, what is this coach Carter? What are we, what, what are we yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah. I wonder, uh, like, I wonder if they really drama it up for those things. They have to. Right, dude. Cause it's been, I mean, it's been there. All right. We're down to our 10 minute mark here. Giant up fam. Um, we chopped it up. Good. I mean, Dude, we're, we're, we're seven and two. 
I really think I could confidently say we're bad to be eight and two, knock on wood. Um, man, what do we, where do we go? Where do we, where, where do you want to go right now? Oh man. China fan. We got Joe having a malfunction right now. His mic's not working. <laughs> All right. So pretty much China fam. I'll, Wait, can I'll, you hear me now? Oh yeah. We hear you now. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Damn, I can't believe that happened. I was saying, I think we should finish it off with a freaking, with our score predictions that have been just so money. I mean, dude, it's so funny though, because you know, I, I really want to jazz it up for you guys. Whoever, whoever our listeners are out there, we appreciate you first and foremost, but it's like, we know this team. Well, like we're playing the lions. You know what? The Lions are a better offensive team than the Texans. They, they, are. Are. they are. I think if we want to beat them, we're going to have to put up some points this week, more than maybe we have been, because their defense isn't good. I mean, they've been getting in battles. Like, they've been letting up a yeah. lot of points. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go – I'm going to go a clean 30, 30 to 23 finish. I think we'll win by a tutty. Wow. Wow. It was close to mine. That's close to mine. I, I was going to 24, actually. Wow. 30 to 24. I think, get, I think they'll get three in. I actually had the lines kicker in fantasy badly. And yeah. Dude, they just don't even kick. They don't, they're either like scoring or they're not even in field goal range. Like, yeah. That's, so I'm going to go 30 to 24 G men. Wow. That's got me thinking. I, I was going to go, I was going to go. Like, I just want the Giants to keep winning handily, but the Lions just seem to always make things close. Like, they just always find themselves in close games, even if they just start yeah. coming back later. Um, I think the Giants are going to win 31-28. That's what I think. Dude, that's a really good That's a really good call. Uh, I think it's going to be a little more high scoring. Tutties, you think we're going to get four toddies, you think? I think so, man. I think it's time. The Lions don't have a good defense. Mm-hmm. Um I think Saquon's going to run all over him. I think Daniel Jones is going to run all over him. I, Daniel Jones um, is about to, if we're going to do a bet too, Daniel Jones, whatever is over in rushing, take it. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to start running around. He's going to pull some reads. I'm excited about what Daniel Jones could do in this oh, game. Oh, wow. Trying enough, and we're doing it on a Thursday this week. Maybe we should start ripping our pods on Thursdays. That seems like that's when the bets come out. Uh, that's when the bets hit. Yeah. So, oh so man, the over and rushing. I'm gonna take. That's gonna be my bet of the week. Is Daniel Jones over so and rushing? Me and Joe will be uh, each hammering that. It's 34 and a half yards. I think he might. Get oh that my up. god, he's smashing that. I think he might have like. I completely see where you're. See where you're going. I feel like he's gonna have like 42 rushing yards in the first. Yeah. Time. I think like, he might have 60 that. plus rushing yards in the like. It, like that's me being. Dude, Dable just. Dable just set DJ up too for a really big rushing week because he didn't really run. He didn't use his legs yeah. that much last week. Didn't use his legs that much last week. I think he's going to get mobile this week. Oh man, off the bye week too, he didn't use his legs. Dude, his legs. Oh my god, they're going to be like fireworks. He's going to be running. Oh my god, week. he's going to be he's putting gonna, the wheels on. Him and Saquon are going to be taking. You know, they're going to be like, "Yo, who? who come on, who's going to get more rushing yards this game?" Yeah, I want to see some read Sitting at a clean ninety-seven and a half. That's pretty much been the story for him all year. Yeah, but I mean. A value bet. He's been hitting it. He's been hitting it like he's, <laughs> so. I mean, he just got 150. So <laughs> do the math. <laughs> I think he smashed it. Um, but um, yeah, damn. So I like, I like my bet of the week personally. Well, first off, um, Joe's bet is right on par with what Vegas is thinking. Um, in terms of the spread, uh, we, they got the G men at minus three, mm-hmm. and then they have the over for the game pretty low in my opinion. It's at 45. 
Oh, wow. That's low, 45. right? Yeah, I'm smashing that over with my score prediction for sure. Yeah, I think we. Wow. I think you got to do that. Um, yeah. So Joe's bet of the week is going to be DJ's rushing. My bet of the week is going to be, and I like to mix it up. You guys know me, but I'm going to go with um, Saquon receiving yards. It's only 22 and a half. And I get that they're going to – it's just like – in my mind, that line's defense can do whatever they want to try to contain Saquon, but it's like our offense has gotten pretty creative, and if he gets out in the open field, like it's it's hard to stop him. I think 22 it's, and a half is a low amount of rushing yards. I think that he's coming off a week where we just fed him the ball 35 times. I could see him rushing like 20 to 23 times for like 110 yards, and then I could see him having like six receptions for like 30-something yards. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing like another 150-ish type of yards, all-purpose yards from Saquon this week. Uh-huh. That's, uh, been, I love that. That's just been, that's been it. That's been what do they what do they call it? I don't even know, but that's just been the oh, that's just been the recipe. Yeah, it has been. It's been the recipe for success. Feed Saquon the rock. It opens up like the whole offense. Uh, we did this last week. Who do you like to score this week? Anybody? Anybody fancy? We got some guys that do the Giants. You can literally just be like. It's almost like you have to wait till Sunday to say who's going to score. <laughs> yeah. see some on the field, you're like, oh, my God, who is that? Like, what? Yeah, like, Cager was the first one last week, and God knows I wouldn't have been able to guess that. Like, I didn't yeah. even know he was on the team until he caught that, to be quite honest with you. No, that was probably – be- if you bet a dollar on that before knowing, you probably would have been able to retire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I always like to guess a random tight end, but, like, I want to try to guess something different. Maybe just be basic. I feel like Saquon is just going to put the first. I want Saquon to put the first touchdown in. Obviously, make you're not it interesting. Man. Odds go, on go that. Like Saquon two TDs. That's yeah, tough. like Saquon. Oh wow, Saquon two TDs would be. Uh, yeah, I would like to see a multi multiple touchdown game from Saquon. Just keep getting him in the end zone. Like I yeah. want to see him get rowdy. Like it's yeah. the Lions. I want to. I want him to body them up. Like I want Dan Campbell to feel Saquon's presence. That's what yeah. I want. I'm going to ride out our uh, DJ rushing. I'm going to say he's going to get himself a little rushing TD. Um, nice. I'm going to say we're going to be we're, we're going to be in the red zone. I think we're going to be in the red zone. We're going to get a defensive penalty. It's going to put us right up little, little uh, half the distance to the goal line action. Wow. A little shotgun, a little play. At, we're going to put like Darius Slayton in motion, I think. I just, wow. We're going to put Darius Slayton in motion. He's going to ooh, 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 and then snap, Saquon, little, and then boom. Wow. Well, you guys, I didn't explain that as well for the listeners. Joe just saw me though. A little, little fake the handoff, play it off, sneak into the end zone. Untouched. Yeah. You know what? Maybe DJ could take a hit. Yeah, he could. He might might pile his way in there. I don't know how he's going to get in there, but he's going to get in. Yeah, I believe it. Damn. I'm excited. Shout out, shout out to shout out. I'll, I'll give this shout out. I'll shout out for the, for the end of the pod. I'll shout out the bills up podcast because he did call. He did call at the beginning of the season. He said Isaiah Hodgins is going to be on the Giants, and we finally did actually end up getting him because he was on the Bills practice squad for a minute. Um, and we finally did end up getting him, and he and he had two catches for forty-one yards. And maybe we'll see some more of him in this game because he did play really well. And we know that Dable likes to reward people that play well. So shout out to to Bills up, and then shout out to our also our other family member line up because it's it's battle week. Like we're coming for your neck, bro. Like you better starch up, son. Cause we might be roster up fam, but you know, when yeah. they're on the gridiron, don't talk to me. Yeah. It might be family, but like, it might be all love, but like come Sunday, it's, it ain't it's going to be a show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Giant Up fam, it's a pleasure every week. Let's go, G-Men. Hopefully next week we'll be talking. Me and Joe will be chopping it up eight and two, eating some caviar. Yeah. Who knows? We'll be on a yacht somewhere maybe for whatever reason. <laughs> Get ready for the next victory week, baby. Let's Love go, G-Men. Love you all.